even during a global <laughs> pandemic, you stay busy. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, we're all buddies. You know, I think people that listen to this pod, it is weird. Like when I came to New York, remember we sat at that table. It was like the three of us and uh, Frazier in like a little four yeah. pod table. And uh, That's right. I was like on the podcast I think you're maybe like your first one off the Zoom at Grailed or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> OG. And then in the Barstool Studios and now here at uh, Throwing Fits. So I feel like I've uh, I've sort of like my like I've intertwined with with, uh, yeah. with the pod. There's, connect, there's connective tissue between between these two institutions of American <laughs> entertainment. You well, the Sean I mean? Evan, the Sean Evans star is bl- still blasting off, whereas Ooh. we've kind of we've kind of regressed into like <laughs> prim- into the primordial ooze of a fucking ZenCaster call, yeah. and that just goes to show what type of guy you are because you're still here with us in the literal fucking mud. Yeah, baby. Hey, I don't forget where I came from. Throwing <laughs> shout out. This is Jonah Hill, and you're listening to the only podcast that matters. Throw gang, I say this every week, but I especially mean it this week. We are joined by the ruiner of rectums, the sultan of spice, the annihilator of assholes, the diarrhea Don Dada, the prince of peppers, the baron of bubble guts, the beautiful bald bitch himself, host of Hot Ones and Hot Ones the Game Show, Sean Evans. Sean, how the hell are you, buddy? Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm doing good. You are probably our most famous guest um, of all time. No, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill. Yeah. yeah, and you guys had Foster last week. <laughs> oh, that's true. We did. Yeah, uh, I don't know if yeah. fame is the right word. Maybe more like annoying. Maybe but, more inf- infamous. Infamous. We'll go yeah. with that. Yeah, I guess Sean is famous now, though, and we're going to talk about this later. But what I'm curious, Sean, is what is a, a famous celebrity public facing talent wearing in quarantine? And do not say that it's a club monocle bathrobe. No, but that sounds pretty good. Um, I'm wearing actually. <laughs> of course, it does. Full, <laughs> that sounds comfy. I'm wearing a full, uh, like floor to ceiling. I'll start at the feet because I'm no narc. Yes. Oh, Hell there yeah. he is, baby. But uh, I'm just uh, just wearing some kit socks and then like a full like uh, like a full Adidas tracksuit. Ooh, what color? Green, like a forest, like a dark green. Is it like nylon or like yeah, a it's like It's like nylon. Like it looks like something you'd jump out of a plane if you were like skydiving or something in. Or so like are you just like are you, are you just like sliding off the couch? Yeah, I mean I am a I'm kind of a comfy fit guy. You know, like this really plays to my strength this whole quarantine. A cozy like, boy. Yeah, I'm a cozy boy at heart. So I just, you know, just track suits, fucking sweatpants and hoodies, like whatever. I could make that. I could do I could stretch that new fit so a green a green tracksuit you're so you're dressed like an irish tony soprano basically is what you're 100 percent. plus i'm wearing like a, i'm wearing a rolex like i'm very close to it like, wow <laughs> hell yeah sean, and, uh, as, sean as a fellow rolex wear uh nice to nice to have you on the show oh thank you i appreciate hold it. up hold up hold up lest, lest we forget sean uh the panties what panties yeah, are you what are the panties uh just some like ralph lauren briefs mm. okay nice you go cool. dick down or dick or dick pointing to the sky <laughs> 
uh, like if I'm on a if I'm on a plane or a train or something, you know, like if I'm if I'm in transportation, I'm up towards the sky, and then uh, sky's the limit, baby. Yeah, and then it's and then it guns guns down if I'm just chilling in the, in the crib. So right now we're down. Who throw your rollies, throw, throw your rollies and dicks in the sky, but side to side. Do people really go dick up when they're when they're just? No, 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 no. I, I I sent that like I saw like a funny meme. So so like I do boxers so that I'm always you know uh, guns guns holstered. Um, but I sent a funny meme where it's like, fellas, fellas in boxing briefs, are you A or B? A, dick down, B, you know, dick pointed to God. But we all know God is ass, so. Yeah, true. No, my dick stays down like my five toes, man. You know, we stay down on this side. We don't fuck around. We don't change up. We don't switch up. (laughs) Sean, what about, um, do you kind of have like a a uniform for the show? Because like, we're avid viewers and I, you know, obviously as fucking John's enthusiasts, that's the first thing we look at. Um, it seems like it's always bomber. And like uh, some joggers and CPs, am I wrong? Yeah, um, that's like that's not that far off. Uh, I've been like mixing up the sneaker stuff a little bit more recently, but um, to me, I'm not, I'm not like go shopping guy. Like I, I don't do that. You know, like that's not like fun to me. So I feel like if I find what's wrong, something, what's wrong with you, what's yeah, wrong? Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, dude. Just... Sorry for your loss. Yeah, well, it sounds do, like a personal I problem. Of, I do kind of care about you know, like how it, the shape and like how it looks. And we've done so many episodes that I have sort of, you know, what feels comfortable to me on camera sort of thing, but I'm totally a uniform. Yeah. I'm a uniform dresser for sure. Like if I find a thing that works, like if I find a jacket that works and they have four colors, like I'll buy all four colors, you know, that sort of thing. Like it, 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 I feel like there has to be like a new different, look or thing or i was in the hoodies for like so long and then i was like hoodie sure, guy, yeah. and i didn't want to be like hoodie guy so you switch up you do it you had a and, and and you were wearing um you had a stone you had, you had a stony hoodie for a minute there Stony. I, I have a couple i have a couple i i do i think i probably have a couple hoodies a couple jackets stone island Hell sometimes yeah. sometimes there's like things that you know you like it i like it i wear it or whatever but then sometimes i don't know you feel like like uh does uh you get into deeper or like there's people that like really yeah. care they like really care what you're well, wearing and they get all like crazy well, on you, you, you you know, you know what show you're like, on, well, right? it's not even fucking worth it but sean i want to ask you about that it, yeah it, I know. Did matt welty call, did matt welty call you a fucking poser because you're not out here like a fucking soccer hooligan cracking skulls and chugging pints with the lads while wearing your stony that's goon stolen valor no he didn't say yeah that. yeah he, he <laughs> I like that. It is goon stolen. I, I did. It was goon stolen valor. <laughs> I don't know, but I do like. I like the hoodie. Like they are nice. They are nice as shit. Like they are super comfy. Yeah, yeah. It's high quality stuff. Um, yeah. So I I just like the I like the thing. But I think people that are, are that ride super hard for Stone Island, they're like Star Wars fans or something. It's like the same energy, <laughs> but just channeled in I mean, a different you, way to the point where you're like, to well, be it's not clear, even worth it. You know what show you're on, right? You know this is throwing fits and not like, you know, KFC radio. You right? Like this yeah, is but- you gotta you gotta understand, Sean. You're not a John's enthusiast, but when a John's enthusiast approach approaches you wearing Stony, they're trying to welcome you into their world, dude. You know, that's a compliment. Yeah, yeah. No, I that's I, solidarity. Uh, well go it can go a couple different ways though. But I think I think no, I know I know what show I'm on. That's why I'm just talking honest mm-hmm. about clothes and shit. But um, but I do appreciate Sean. I do really appreciate that you did mention like you care about silhouette and shape, which are two things that people regularly ignore. And so they'll be wearing like, yo, look at this like fire piece I'm wearing. But it's like, bro, you look like a fucking Gatorade bottle. Right. Like it, it just does not work for you. Yeah. Stop fat shaming, James. 
No, it's not fat shame. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think I think you know. There's like so much. There's so much to keep up on. You know, but you guys are like in the world and know it and stuff. Where it's like, oh, like this is cool for now, and then it's not cool, and then this, and then that, or like whatever. So to me, it's just staying consistent with like staple shape, like whatever. That's just the thing that I do. Also, Sean, as a mouthpiece for like you know regular guys, this is important advice because. How shit fits you is most important. That's what's paramount. Yes, so 100%. fucking listen up. Listen to the beautiful bald bitch in his fucking fire Ashtonian bombers and focus on fit first and foremost and you'll be okay. Yeah. So this kind of dovetails true. This dovetails perfectly into the next segment, which is uh Sean, you're a fucking man of world class taste. Literally. Yum, 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 um yum. you're rich, you're famous, you're fucking <laughs> sexy. <laughs> <laughs> My man's looking like a like a young Jason Statham over here. Uh, so we want to know what you're fucking with and what you're not fucking with. In in this segment, we call "fuck with, not fuck with." Working title. It's still a working title. Uh, we're gonna throw some categories at you, and you tell us what within those categories you're fucking with and what you're not fucking with. First up, obviously, it's throwing fits. We want to know what brands you're fucking with. Um, we already I, talked about Stony. Yeah, I mean, you guys kind of know what I like. I think I always used to just like you know, I always used to. You guys have joked about it on the pod and stuff, but you guys are kind of uh, my lens into it a little bit. I'm like, oh, what about this? What about that? So um, you guys know. Pro bono stylists, I believe, is the term. Yes. Yeah, Sean, you can always hit us up. You can always hit us up with questions, like, if, you know, if, if you're on the fence. <laughs> if you know, you know type beat, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, what do you, I think, uh, like, in if I think about, like, you know, if I kind of want to mix in like a Chicago thing or whatever, like I have all these like leaders hoodies that I've been wearing around the house that I like almost forgot about from like over the years, but like St. Alfred or like RSVP, like if, mm, uh, you yeah. know, like to be kind of regional about it. And then, mm-hmm. um, you guys know, I liked, uh, like sort of, uh, Bloomingdale's bombers or like Bergdorf bombers, <laughs> stuff, you know, like that's what I'll Yo, do. You, are the, you are the Bergdorf bomber yourself, bro. Yeah, I know. Oh, there I like that. The Bergdorf Bombers. Oh, yeah, baby. So, uh, yeah. Bergdorf say, Bombers. say Bergdorf, not Bloomingdale, so you can, again, uh, uh, not just be rich, but also appear rich. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, I go <laughs> to both. Bloomingdale, Bloomingdale's not rich. Bloomingdale seems rich. No, 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 no. Rich? Bloomingdale's is nouveau riche. It's a completely different thing, buddy. We want you old money, bro. Regardless yeah. of how quick the money came, you need to be old money in everything that you do. You got to act like you've been here. Yeah, act like you've been here before, sweetie. Well, I, you know, I do, I go to that Bergdorf all the time and then you just like rifle the racks and then like find something that looks good. Last time I was at Bergdorf, I ran into Joe Budden and he was like, (laughs) he was like in a full, he was like in a full length, like mink coat. It was awesome. Were you avoiding every rack that he was in front of? Because that no, would be the strategy that I, I would employ. I, I, no, I like Joe. I like Joe. And he is, you know, he is, where, where does he fall in the sort of style thing? Because... He's. Almost, I mean, he is almost, fucking. He's the dean of clown college. What do you mean? Where does he fall? <laughs> yeah, he dresses to, like a fucking bozo. To quote the man himself, that shit is a two pack of ass. Huge <laughs> shit ass. Is tr- shit is trash. <laughs> but don't you think it's like he's he's so his thing and so to himself? Sure. That I feel like if there's longevity, he, he dresses in that, like you can stretch that out for a long time. I think people stop cracking on you and just sort of like. Well, he dresses like he dresses like. He thinks the designer of Drake's uh, estate dresses like. <laughs> he dresses like Drake's interior designer. 
Yes. Is, is Drake's, Drake's personal architect. No, Joe gotta, Budden is a joke, bro. His style is – listen, is it at this point has it become a personal branding choice? Yeah, he's leaned into the skid. That does not mean it is good or recommended to be – You got to follow this account, uh, Joe Budden Fits. They just, they just commented on our shit like, yo, I'm – I do. Pod, but um, it's – oh, you do? Oh, oh so you already know. <laughs> yo, already yeah, know. but I think it's – You already know. It is uniquely Joe Budden, though. You know, it's uniquely Joe. But I, I, yeah. that's what I like about it is it's like so I his think thing. Like your former uh, coworker Jinx, who by the way has been tossing fits on the Ooh. set of uh, State of the Country recently. Yeah, no, he's, he's but he always he, has. He always has. Yes, yeah, he always it's true. It's true. I mean, it helps to be a cool, hot black dude. Um, but he said it best: is that Joe Budden and the rest of his castmates on that show dress like a rich brunch. That's what it is. <laughs> All right. That joke didn't yeah. look Rich Brunch. Yo, um, yo, can I just say this is the casualty of remote podcasting. And if you're a listener who was uh, behind the paywall with us last week, I had to deal with it too, James. It just happens, man. Shoot for the stars, land on the moon, do the best that you can, okay? I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm Sean, I got your back, bro. Sean, what other brands are you fucking with? And let's let's be clear, it's not only clothing brands. Sure. Right? You're a you're a man of you're a man of many uh pillars, yeah. not just hot sauce. Not just fashion. You also like to shave your head. You said. Um, you also like yeah. other types of food. What, what what other brands are you fucking with in the world of Sean Evans? Uh, fucking big time with JetBlue, dude. Really? Every airline pisses me off except for JetBlue, and now I'm like I'm loyal. I am like so you know I'm I'm mosaic rack up the points. There's they're the best airline by far. Like I can't say enough good things about. JetBlue being somebody who just flies constantly. All They're of not to say this. JetBlue, I can't I, I've never they've never offered me a bag. I've never talked to them. I've never done anything. I have no horse in the race. I have no horse in the race whatsoever. I'm just saying as somebody who flies all the time, I'm so happy fucking JetBlue exists. JetBlue is what sets them, they what know sets how them to apart? Be an airline. They're good. I I fuck with JetBlue heavy. But why? What? Why exactly? Like, what, what sets I them like apart from like the? All right, yeah, first yeah. off, well, if you're if you're mosaic, they actually kind of they treat you pretty good. You know, like they're constantly doing upgrades and looking out for you. The people who work the counters, they're a lot friendlier. The flight attendants, even, and then they don't. Here's the other thing too: you fly in any other airline, they make you pay for that Wi-Fi that sucks. What is that shit called? It's like um. Uh, I want to go, dude. The, yeah, in-flight go-go. Boy, that go. shit is sucks. That's that is a that's the worst. <laughs> shit is a two-pack of ass <laughs> invention of all time. It, it's a two-pack of yeah. ass. It's the slowest it internet, does, and then they're so outrageous with their pricing. They're so arrogant about it. They're like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> you're flying across the country for six hours. That's going to be forty-four ninety-nine for the worst internet ever." You know, like can't you, they're, can't they're you so expensive? Their pricing and the product is horrible. Sure, but it doesn't Sean, work. So it doesn't work. Oh, yeah. yeah, they Probably. literally are like, "Hey, would you like I to pay?" I don't hold on to receipts. Yeah. You're paying sixty-five dollars to be Jeff frustrated. Blue, they give you that fly-fi, and it's free. And then, ooh, ooh. So wait, Sean. So you're saying yeah. it's not a blue man group; it's a blue man family. <laughs> Again, this is, this is this is the I said it's not a blue man group; it's a blue man family. I wish you didn't make me repeat myself. Fuck. <laughs> um, Sean, do you fly? No, you fly first. Better, do you fly dude. first class? Yeah. Do you fly first class? 
Yeah. 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 This is a new development, but um, yeah, racking up miles. And then, you know, I fly so much and then oftentimes with like a bubble gut. So like when we had like the new yeah, thing, yeah, that true. was like my big win. That was my big win. Yeah. It was like, I, I got to fly. And that's the other thing too about JetBlue is their first class is awesome. Like on all these other airline companies that are basically Greyhound buses with wings, like even like, okay, maybe you get like another <laughs> six inches of, of, of uh, leg space or something on a United flight or whatever. Like they're, the, they're so bad, but JetBlue, you're in that pod, that thing, it, 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 uh, Ooh. it, folds pod, pod lines into a bed you can give you massages you wake up and they'll be like oh i, I noticed you just woke up mr evans like i've saved you some <laughs> toasted wontons and there's a uh, fresh fruit in the fridge for you like they're just good they're just good at what they do so emerging from the uh, pod is like emerging from a cocoon me. like you feel refreshed and you become a, a, a beautiful butterfly despite traveling they what, have to um, drag me off those planes, dude. I'd, I'd rather stay there <laughs> in the hotel. <laughs> what a damn! You are you are fucking riding heavy Wait, for JetBlue. Can Jet I just Blue, say, but... Throne Fits is uh, brought to you by JetBlue. Yes. Fly safe. I, yeah. Fuck with JetBlue. I, I think I love sack. I just blew myself. Love sack. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys know those things? No, you that, that's, the, that's, that's the the beanbag that you tried to faint in, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it did let me down that one time, but otherwise it's like the best thing. They're like these, like they're like these, like I don't know what they put in them. Some crazy space age memory foam sort of thing, and then and then uh, yeah, dead children, amazing, yeah, whatever, whatever they do. I it's Adidas boost technology. Um, as as the resident, as the resident horniest member of this podcast, I got to ask: Are they are they good to have sex in? <laughs> uh, actually, not really because it, there's like it's just such a big blob that you can't mm. uh you can't dig in anywhere and get any sort of like leverage or resistance or resistance it's just like yeah. a big blob yeah. but if you're just smoking weed watching smoking weed watching movies it's the best which is better oh. than sex yeah um uh, gotta get one for chuck uh what brands <laughs> you're not fucking with sean like put somebody on blast who's done you dirty yeah who just is overhyped. Who sucks? Hopefully another airline. <laughs> uh, I'll say United is the worst airline. Like, I feel like when we they were killed the French, United, they killed the French Bulldog. Like, if you were flying, they, yeah, well, that sounds like something they do. Like, I think like when we were kids, <laughs> um, you know, like if you were, if you were flying United, it was like, oh, like you have rich parents or something. Like United used to mean something. United used to be like the worst <laughs> Yo, great episode title. Fall- United used to mean something. Yeah, but they've fallen off so hard, and then they act like they haven't. But it's like the wor- like that place, I, like United to me. I'm just like disappointed. I'm just sad. Like I shed a tear for United. And then um, Lawrence, Weston, who's your uh, Lawrence? Who fuck? You're not fucking with Weston. No, I don't fuck with. Weston are they like? Are they like the ones like by the airports? Or are they like nice? I don't even know. They're like no. Weston's so, nice. Like, kind of like. They're kind of like – they're like nice corporate hotels, but they're uh, – the people there like, – I've had like th- the last three Westons I've stayed in. Like I've independently had horrible experiences. And, I, and I, I'm, by the way, the guy that you want staying at your hotel. I'm the guy that you want at your hotel, the guy that you want at your yeah. restaurant. Like I could get honestly the wrong entree served to me. I'll just eat it anyway because I'm like so – You're not a diva. 
I'm not. I, I sort of like I take life. I feel like I'm just sort of surfing a wave. And what I, I'm yeah, so you're a man of the people. You're, man you're an everyman. You're an everyman. Yeah, exactly. I'm very. I'm a simple, love you, I'm a simple man. Yeah, you. you where do you people, so uh, you resonate people with a lot of people? Thanks. Sean, when you go to LA yeah, for I'm, work, I'm a second um, chance. I give second chances all that stuff. Sure. Where do you typically? Where, what hotel do you typically stay at when you go to LA? Yeah. Um, so to me, I kind of switch it up because I spend so much time out here that it's like, you gotta, you can't be hitting the same spot every time. Uh, but what I like are like during the summer, I like that Mondrian on Sunset Boulevard. Cause the pool scene is like Ooh. kind of like, as dude, a I sort of thing. It's is like, that the one, is that the one that's, is that the one that has like an orange color scheme? Yeah. It's kind of sunset? orange. It's, it's right like, across the street from. It's right across the street from the comedy store. It's like white. Yeah, yo, sort of on the that one. I I hate I hate that hotel. <laughs> it is such a, goes, it's yeah that goes well. It's such a it's such it's a party. Seen. It's such a party hotel. It's such a party scene that like if you're there for work and you're trying to like sleep or get like a decent sleep, night or sleep you can't. Yeah, people people are like running well, through the hallways doing outside. crazy drugs like it's right outside your room. Yeah. So, yeah. J- so James is a boomer and Sean is just sorry for partying. Yeah, type. but I kind of yeah, exactly. like it during the summer, though. Got it. <laughs> it does more, have nice views. I like mellow. that hotel during the summer. And then I like uh, I like the one hotel that used to be the Jeremy. It's like right next door. Almost. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a yeah. good fall vibe. It's like sort of like a bear and hibernation vibe. So like during mm, like great. the fall and winter, I kind of stay at uh, that one hotel. And then during the summer, I go to the Mondrian. What a sophisticated Man. guy. He has a different hotel for every season. You love to see the it. One, the one hotel is pretty pricey. Uh, sounds like our man's doing well. Quite um, well. Real quick, though, Lawrence, what is your airline of choice? I'm curious. Delta. Same, same. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like JetBlue and Delta are kind of like neck and neck for uh, – yeah, 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 for sure. United fell off like crazy. I mean, yo, they literally murdered a French bulldog. I mean, come on, yeah. Sam. As a French bulldog owner, you I have not a good faith or yeah. conscious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no chance. Yeah, I'm a Delta boy all the way, James. We're on the same page there. But JetBlue yeah. is, is fire. If I'm going to LA, I'm taking JetBlue, personally. Yeah. All I'm, right, Sean. Sean, on to the next category. You kind of mentioned this briefly when we were talking about uh, your fits on hot ones, but sneakers. What sneakers are you currently fucking with? Yeah, what's the rotation, baby? Um, Like the things that I bought, I've been – uh. I've been wearing these like uh, I've got these like Stan Smith Raph Simmons shoes that I fucking love. That's like speaking of uniforms, nice. like I'm uniform with sneakers too. Like if I like the shoes, like I'll just get like a bunch of them. So I've been that's doing a, that. I've been, that's a that's a bit of a throwback. Of, like, it's like me, actually, yeah, I have a pair. Oh, wait. The Stan Smith Raphs are a bit of a throwback, like where it's like the R perforation oh, I, on the side. I got throwback after throwback and cut off. Yeah, I feel like oh, sorry. They're not like uh, popping anymore, but that's a shoe that I love. That's like a very classy, subtle nod. That's some old money shit. I have a pair on deck always. I love them. So that's I that I give my full fucking stamp of approval, even if it's not like a hype beast shoe right now, which to me is makes it even better. What um what colorways are you fucking with in that? Because they the, they they have like great colors. Um, I personally yeah. have a very like yeah. inky dark blue. I got coffee like the ones mocha. that I have right now. The ones that yeah. I have right now, they're seriously like right next to me. They're kind of like a, they're like an eggshell almost. Like not really ooh, white, ooh. but kind of like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, like a cereal milk, like a cereal milk. Ah, uh, like after like some cinnamon toast crunch. Or yeah, exactly. crunch. Yeah, exactly. Mobile nice. food milk bar type beat. Yeah. 
That's a good sneaker. So I like those. Also, you guys, I know you guys comfy. don't. With, I know you guys don't fuck with common projects at all, but I wear those Ooh, sometimes. We don't. We don't. What is, what is uh, once, it? Uh, once El Prez starts wearing them, it's a wrap, son. You know the vibes. Yeah, so it, Prez can kill like All Saints. Prez can kill Common Project. Well, All Saints, All Saints was DOA, baby. But yes, Prez <laughs> can absolutely kill something that we, me and James, once enjoyed. Absolutely, Common, common Projects were became very much like the rich tech bro sneaker. Sure, um, not like not like uh, the the nerdy engineers that w- would wear like Allbirds, uh, but like more like the sales bros in tech. For um, sure, they would wear Common it's, Projects. It was consumption. Because it is the, just the like, logo. yo, look at my look at my five hundred dollars sneaker. Yeah, but that gold and so oil. It was something that was good, and 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 it was very much like the first uh, kind of like hit in terms of like a mainstream sneaker. But then it uh, it just happened, Sean. Like if you're paying attention, these things is, and if if you're insecure enough where these things bother you, like Lawrence, <laughs> yeah, then a a entire class of people can just take something and make it their own and it just ruins it for us. Well, I, I hate admitting I hate admitting it too because like. You know, James and I are always like preaching, do what feels good to you, what you like, what feel, what makes you feel comfortable. But like, I literally see a certain type of dude wearing that sneaker and then I have to go and burn my own. That's just like, that's just the way of the world. No, I kind of, I kind of get that. Here's my thing on common projects is that to me, they're such a versatile shoe. Like you can wear them with jeans, shorts, like whatever. Plus I'm a no, I'm a no socks guy and they're an awesome, Mm -hmm. they're an awesome no socks shoe. Uh, and yeah. there is something to be said about the quality of it because like I feel like if you get that shoe for like 85 bucks or 110 bucks or whatever that thing's falling apart whereas like those common projects they last so long so to me it's a it's an awesome it, like they really work for me plus I'm so uniform Here, so I can just get them they in, like, spawned a thousand colors. imitators right they yeah. spawned a thousand imitators they it, it's it's a sneaker that launched a thousand fucking copycats and none of them hold up at all because the quality is dog shit if you're not buying cp and you're right dude the the materials are supple enough that like you can kind of slip right in and not worry about having to break it in too much which is a big big plus sean if you are are all open to exploring uh other sneakers and other brands that are you know similar where it's like super high quality materials uh, expensive, but because they're an, a long-term investment, they're not going to just fall apart on you. And also, kind of like minimal um, with like good colorways. Uh, if you're open to it, and anyone that's you know wearing Common Projects and maybe wants to like tr- check out something else, this brand Fight F E I T. Morrison mm. actually worked with the dude. Uh, he had like zero teeth. It was weird. Um, <laughs> he was missing but, one tooth. He was missing one tooth. The front, the front tooth. The front tooth. That's right. Yeah, but one of the um, most important, one of the two most important teeth he was missing. I'll give that exactly. to you. <laughs> Check out that brand. It's similar price point, similar like super high quality materials. Um, but yeah, just peep that. If more more off the beaten path. It. Yeah, it's off the beaten path a bit more. Shout out Tull. That's his name. Yes. That guy rocks. Yes. Yeah. I'm open. Um, send me some. Send me some. Uh, send me we'll some link you, Dottie. Yeah. Yeah. We'll link you. What about what about non sneakers? Any non sneakers you're fucking with? Um. Well, I you know you're a man of comfort. We know that. I know, but that's why I'm like. Uh, that's why I'm like thinking about send me some loafer stuff too i know that you guys are big on loafers right Hell now yeah. like Hell I, yeah, I feel like i feel like i'm so i'm really ready to get like an awesome loafer 
Yes. And yes. And I feel like I'm Hell ready yes. for. Here's what I want too. Like right now, I'm on a I'm on a mission to find the world's driest red wine. Like I just want the driest <laughs> cab. I want to feel like I'm drinking <laughs> sand. Here's my other hunt that I'm on. I want the most comfortable slipper the most comfortable slipper of all time uh, 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 price is no like i don't care i want the, I, i'm no just object. on the hunt i'm just on the hunt like a, like, like a, like a, a house, house slipper? slipper yeah yes a house slipper dude crocs. check out this brand crocs check out this brand uh the juicy subies um the correct spelling is s-u-b-u just subu i do subu. like crocs i have those like murakami crocs or whatever i like those crocs oh fancy boy crocs Straight from fucking Crocs are gas. Crocs, Crocs are straight gas. Um, what about any any footwear or sneakers you're not fucking with? Because you don't you don't fall victim to the hype. I mean, you are in the complex family, and yet you're not someone that's like fucking lusting after like off white Nikes or like any reissues that people you know kill their mothers for. No, um, he's always been any, above the fray. I I just I don't. Uh, I feel like that takes so much work and it's like you know whatever i think you have to be like so into it to do it but like in the same way that you guys were saying that you'll see a certain class of people adopt common projects and then all of a sudden whatever stock you had in common projects goes down the toilet i kind of have the same thing (laughs) like if i see people like whatever like it's the same thing where it's like you could say like prez killing shit like i have the same thing like if i see people i'm like instagram or like whatever like i kind of don't fuck with like you know flaunting like a certain brand or label or even in the office or whatever then all of a sudden like i don't i don't care about it anymore you know like i, I also who's, who's your who's your john's ruiner in the office i can't Has, uh, yeah john well, ruiner cm or hashtag well, dude, john ruiner we're gonna make this a thing now at this point like i'm so uh i'm so like it's just i'm so in the show and then like the companies change so i could like walk i don't know like it changes i feel like it's like changed so much you know like and just like every month everyone like, knows you though and that's all that matters you know let's not lose sight of the big picture <laughs> but like i feel like you still have that's how it is with like off-white with me like off-white was like such an instagram thing and like everybody like who has no idea like what they're thinking or what they're talking about just sort of like mindlessly uh flexing off white and shit and then i was like all right i can't wear off white like i just can't do it because then i feel like i'm i'm part of the thing i'm part of the problem yeah, that's all you fuck exactly. with you bro you have the self-awareness to re- to recognize that like ooh, when motherfuckers are zigging i know at least to zag because i'm friends with james and lawrence and that's that's great man. i'm very happy for you you passed the test you congratulations still- thank you do you still have do you still have homies at the office? I know things have changed and, and you know it, obviously Complex has been a a fucking well of talent over the years. I mean, you're talking to two of the greatest that ever fucking did it. Um but like do you still have friends that are obviously shout out Chris Schoenberger, shout out Sarah Honda. Uh but like you said it's it's a it's a new place. Yeah, it's it definitely is. And then I think that um I think what's different about it especially with my role is I used to be like in the fracas, you know, like I used to be in that writer's pit, like in that old office, like there was right. just that big the newsroom. Yeah. The bullpen. And it did kind of have that vibe and that extra, vibe. extra, read all about yeah. it. Sean eats hot wings. Yeah. But we were Sean like, Sean Evans, in. asshole annihilated. <laughs> but we were like all in that thing. So it felt, I felt like a little more a part of it and like knew more people and was like interacting with more people on the day to day. But like now I think like first we feast is so kind of its own pod in a way and so i I, the people that i'm around like the the 
circle is like definitely a lot tighter now. It's not me, like I want to say something we were, we were real like quick. You, Chris and stuff. Sarah, built the brand. You you built the brand. Like you guys earned the right to be your own and, thing because you built it from scratch. The three yeah. of you and Justin and and Justin. Oh, yes, right. Shout and, out you know, Justin. Sorry, I there's a lot of people to shout out to. You know, like if uh, Jackson and Dom and of KP and Yo, Colin and Dom's your, Dom's your producer, right? Dominique's the producer. Yeah, Dominique Burrow. Yo, shout out, shout out Dominique. Um, if you're ever looking for uh, part-time work. <laughs> if, 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 if the first we feast folks aren't taking care of you, then, uh, you know, Lawrence and I, we, we have TV aspirations. So hit us up. Dom is coming awesome. to the winning team. Awesome. Growing fits. Yeah. But I- um, Sean, if you had to put four, let's go sneakers. Okay. Mount Rushmore. What are we doing? Cause the joke that we had with you is that you were wearing the fucking APC. What were they? The, like the APC those blazers? Those dunks. The dunks. The, the APC oh, dunks. Hey, I like that no, shoe. You don't like that dunk shoe? Revival. No, the, no. The, Sean was ahead of the dunk revival. He had the vision. Absolutely. We're, look at what the world we're living in now. That's Sean Evans' world. He was born in it. Yeah, we gave you shit because you're always wearing them, but that's something that we like low-key respect, which is you're like, yeah, I fuck with this. I'm going to wear them till they die. Yeah, no, I I still have them. Like I I like that shoe. I and then too, I think it's like dunks are kind of a beat to shit, still look good shoe. I think. Um, and then they had this sort of like the APC collab had this suede thing, so they were kind of like just becoming a lighter color over the years. You know what I mean? So, oh yeah, yeah, shows, that shoe, they were cool. aging like a fine wine. Yeah, um, like a dry cab. But yeah, okay, Mount Rushmore sneakers. <laughs> Uh, top four unranked all time. Let's go. All right. I think uh, if I'm if I'm going by mileage on the feet, probably uh, I would probably have to put the Stan Smiths as one. Uh, the the Raf collab. Yeah, the Raf collab. Stan Smiths. Those like that's yes. my like favorite uh, shoe that I'm wearing right now. Um, Lawrence, the homie that we deal with at New Balance. Um, I'm not sure yeah. if you can really see Frankie. Name. Okay. Well, there it is. Uh, oh, he was so – he was like one of the first uh, – my one of my first plugs and he like hooked me up with um, some – the fucking blue RAF stands that I still have to this day. And they're like six years old. But I still yeah. have them like and well, I'm still going to wear them. Was at, uh, at Three Stripes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean – Dude, I have my – I said earlier I got the mocha joints like the fucking Nespresso 3s on deck. I will never get rid of them. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we got we got the RAF stands. RAF stands. Uh, let's see. Probably – I think like the best Jordan of all time is probably the Black Cement 3. Ooh. Okay. Acceptable. Acceptable. I think – Are you a uh, – are you – being from Chicago, are you a Jordan guy? Well, are you ever a Jordan guy? What's funny about Great that question, is, James. yeah, and I actually have a, I have an answer about it. So to me, like I grew up at a time we're all about the same age. So it's like when the Bulls were having those runs, I was in elementary school. Like I actually remember like seeing some of those like Patrick Ewing Knicks teams versus the Bulls. Like that was the first time yep. that I saw adults being weird because i saw so many people like (laughs) swearing at the tv and i was like whoa like grown-ups can be like just kids that are older sort of thing you know like it was like a like it was those (laughs) bulls teams kind of introduced me to all that but because michael jordan was so huge i found myself kind of like looking at the sort of secondary characters in that and that actually does Mm. bring me to a shoe which was uh 
like to me when Dennis Rodman joined the team for that like second three peat to me Dennis Rodman was the most he was a, he was a more compelling sports figure to me than Michael Jordan because everybody loved Michael Jordan Michael Jordan Michael Jordan Michael Jordan so like right, right, right. kind of zigging hey, Sean I have a question for you would you say that yeah. he was as bad as you wanted to be he was he was worse than I wanted him to be. He was better than I wanted him to be. But I, I did that was like the first. Oh guy damn! Like okay, so that wasn't a land either. Damn! I know your pain game. Fuck. And then uh, <laughs> okay, sorry. I, I I didn't mean to ruin the twelve conversation. I'm I'm just I'm trying my best, dude. I'm trying so hard. So then what I but then what I bought was like when Rodman was on the team, he had these shoes called the Worm, and the Worm had like a zip up zipper like over the laces, so you could like zip them up, and that was probably like the most hyped that I've ever been to like get a shoe was those worms. Like I remember getting those worms, zipping them up, and then going to my driveway and like just pull, <laughs> pulling down rebounds, like b- missing boxing shots. Boxing people out. Like missing shots on purpose. Like most people go out and they're shooting shots and trying to make baskets. I was trying to miss so I could just rip down boards like Dennis Rodman and my worms. Anyways. He definitely was He definitely was very ahead of his time. Um, and like, I don't know, it's definitely like a, a source of uh, inspiration for many people, I feel like, currently. I mean, he, he looks like a fucking SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. He's like an OG disruptor, you know. Like he's he's the goat, bro. He is. You how know, stoked like, are you for the? How stoked are you for the for the the Michael Jordan doc? I mean, I'm excited for it. Probably not like like everybody, everybody like for every like morsel of like MJ stuff. I feel like there's like this sort of like romanticizing of it by blowhard. But a lot of it is going to be a lot of it. A lot of it is going to be like the 96, 98 Bulls, right? Yeah. Which was Rodman's era. So, please, yeah, I mean, just um, I have it. a crumb of Michael Jordan, please. <laughs> <laughs> and then, too, and then, speak, like, to continue on the Michael thing, the other thing is, like, I was super into Allen Iverson, too, like, when he came into the oh, league. Oh, nice. And that does go like, mode. Those questions are, like, do you think that those, where do you think those are in the pantheon of, like, goat basketball shoes? Top five? Uh, top 10 yeah. maybe it's a yeah, it, it depends it depends on like your fucking demo but yeah it's up there they are they are having a moment though um are they wait but sorry are, so are the worms on your mount rushmore no but those or, that was the single most exciting like my mom surprising me with basketball shoes moment oh, nice. moment of my life wow um yeah. But that's indicative of how when everyone gravitates towards the biggest thing, you have your eye on the most interesting thing. Yeah, little little counter. And then too, maybe it is on my Mount Rushmore, but what I was wearing like all the way through – what were you guys wearing all the way through elementary school? I was wearing those Adidas Sambas for like three straight years. Mm. Great shoe. Goat shoe up there for sure. That's on uh, for Yeah. Um, absolutely. I had the, the pennies were my first like basketball shoe that pennies I was able to like acquire. We're amazing. Pennies like, were yeah, great. I remember that was like the first like $150, like the, like, oh my right. God, sort of like going to basketball camp, got these sort of things. Those penny, yeah. penny made, he had a run there too. Like when we were like, how old are you in elementary school? Like when you're in was, elementary school, how old is that? I mean, so I think I was like, I think like in fifth grade was like 96. Like, I remember I graduated junior high in 2000. So it was like 96, 97, like the end of that I might have, run. I might have been in some air walks back, back. Oh, I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna say, you go one or yeah, one two ways there. Yeah. Yeah. Air walks, uh, air walks for me in, in like seventh and eighth grade and fifth and sixth grade was like pennies and 
I want to say like the Kevin Garnett shoes for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> what about remember those um, Scotty Pippen Shaq Reebok? Like, yeah. Oh, air. Yeah. Well, those Pippins with air on the side. I mean, that's the those awesome. that's classic. I mean, yeah. that's yo Supreme flip those. Those are an icon. I mean, that's that's yo. You want to talk about Mount Rushmore shoes? You could put that up there. I don't know about the Rod. The Rodmans is a real. If you know, you know. That's, that's kind of Sean thing. Evans. With deep cut. You're, you're digging in the crates right now, son. I'm impressed. <laughs> I mean, Sean, didn't you live in Scottie Pippen's crib? I actually did. I did. That, <laughs> yeah, that's a weird story. So uh, it was a, it was awesome. I mean, what happened was uh, was it was right when we'd graduated college. So this is like 2008, 2009. And remember, there was like just as much market sort of financial, the future, the dollar is going to disappear sort of anxiety yeah. as there is now. So thanks, Obama. <laughs> so like no one was no one like none of us had any idea that we were going to get a job so i've had like the same group of six friends since i was in third grade we all kind of went to different colleges but then when we all graduate we we're like back at home and like kind of not doing anything like my buddy nick had a sales job where like it was 100 commission like trying to sell website redesign so he's just like soliciting door-to-door businesses and stuff can't sell fucking anything (laughs) i was doing um architectural tours of the chicago river like the same summer job that i had all the way through college i was doing that and like our our only friend that actually had a job was rod he was like working at like an investment bank or something like he was the only one that like had a rod the god so rod is like dude we got to get out of our parents basement and was like just going through going through stuff going through stuff and eventually he found this this uh apartment and uh when we were like getting shown the apartment it was crazy it looked like cribs like it was like crazy like uh uh dining room table imported from france flat screens all over the place like it was like a little tacky but then like also cool 22 foot like leather couch in the basement pool table security cameras hot tub like all of this stuff and we figured out like because he i don't know like i don't know what was going on it's not like he was going to be able to sell this like brick mansion on the west side of the city in this like uh economic climate so he must have just had somebody convince him that it was a good idea to have somebody like have tenants like cover the mortgage until this thing turns what was around. the rent yeah exactly what was the rent so, uh, it was like, it was amazing. First off, Chicago, shout out Chicago, the most livable city in the world. And then on top of that, hey, James, what do you call it? It's, uh, half of New York for three quarters, the price, or is it three quarters of New York for half the price? It's one Ooh, or the other. Either way, it. it's a bad fucking deal. Fuck Chicago. Go New York. No, that sounds like a good <laughs> deal. That sounds, that sounds like a good <laughs> deal. So, but I, you know, whatever. I love Chicago and miss that city so much. But anyway, so, uh, the rent though was seriously, it was so low. Like it ended up being, it was this five bedroom crazy mansion. And I think it was like, 3500 a month or something like it was it was god damn it was like like we figured out that if we could just like pool our resources we could we could live in this place and we did we lived there for two years we used to throw these like crazy project x halloween parties there with like people on the (laughs) legend it was nuts it was like just so extending like the college experience for another couple years and it was like the best times. Those are the best times. But yeah, fucking, you created your own Playboy Mansion. It was. It it felt like that. It felt like that. And then we were like, we were trying to like. You have the South Side. Yeah, we were trying to like make the Scotty Pippen connection or whatever. But like the people that we were paying for 
like the people like that was like neighbors talking to us like you know whose house this is you know whose house this is but like the people right. that we were paying like the our landlord had like the same last name as like his wife who was like in the real housewives of Miami or like we were like we did the math one day and it like clicked into place um but those that was like the best those are like the best times plus he left all the furniture behind like they're just like uh you know like but like to it was furnished fully furnished place looked like fucking cribs like when my dad was uh <laughs> my dad was like moving me in he was like what the fuck because i'm doing architectural tours of the chicago river and stuff you know like i'm just like like have this hourly rate you're a complete and utter disappointment and then your dad's like how could you afford this fucking place yeah and he's like uh, moving Sean, me in Sean. he's like this is not real life like you're gonna have to be like he's like you're gonna have to be a millionaire many times over in order to have this quality of life ever again <laughs> you know what we call that sean we call that failing upwards which is purely a saying and 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 not the title of a uh, previous <laughs> yeah. podcast wait wait sean so are you saying that because you had to live up to like the expectations that that crib set for you that's why you're famous now because you're like i gotta live in a better place my dad threw the gauntlet down i gotta fucking big dick him is that what's happening here i never thought about it until this exact moment but you're right <laughs> like that might have been a, when it was all ignited yeah yeah, it's man, all daddy that's, issues. That's free. Okay, so 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 real quick. So your Mount Rushmore is Sabas. Sambas. It's the Pippin up tempos. No, I never had those, but I do think they're More. awesome. Shoot. Okay, I like I like the Sambas. I like uh, the the stand the stand rafts the stand rafts. I like. Um, we did say something else there. Worms. The worms. The, no, it's not the worms. The Jordan Three Black the, Cement. Black Cement. Jordan, oh, Jordan Three Black Cement. Best out of that, and then I got one more spot. Right. Yep. Oh, yeah. boy. Put a it's bow on it. Wrap Sean. it the fuck up, dude. Maybe like, I mean, honestly, I usually get them like the mid or whatever. Like, I, I kind of like, I, I don't like the the classic version so much, but I like the different things that they do to it. But it has to go in as the Air Force One probably. You know, like the, I like, um, I don't like like the, the sort of basic, like typical, like uh, OG silhouette. But like when they do different things to it, I find myself like buying those. And I do like that. You want to. Air Force One. What? You want your Air Force One to be freaked a little bit. Yeah. Like like what I want, I want an APC Air Force One collab. You know, like I want right. that sort of thing. Sure. Sure, but, sure. But, All right, Sean. Uh, moving on to the next topic, uh, next category rather, very um, pertinent topic to these times, quarantine, where we're all just locked inside, just streaming endless content. Film and TV. What the fuck? Are you pouring into your eyeballs? Ah, I'm glad. I'm glad because uh, I've had a lot of time to do that. So um, I've been kind of getting into uh, – first off, all right. On TV, um, I watch a fuck ton of Shark Tank. Like I could watch really 24 <laughs> consecutive hours of Shark Tank. Like I really think like they just wheel them in, wheel them in, wheel them in. I fucking love Shark Tank. Sh- fucking love Shark Tank right now. We're watching this so swimming Shark with Tank. the sharks for a while now. This is like this is you. This yeah, is your yeah. personal, I, I, your personal yeah. joy. I love Shark okay. Tank. On the movie side of things, like that's my bit. Like I've been doing that a lot. Like in New in New York, I go to that Nighthawk all the time and watch movies. In LA, I go to oh nice ArcLight all the time and watch movies. Like everything, oh, yeah. I've like watched everything this year. Um, it's like my new. My new thing. I don't know. I just kind of like the, you know, because I'm such a cozy boy edible guy, and then now I'm like mixing in the movies with it and stuff. It's like what's what's been your favorite? What's been your favorite? What's been your favorite film of 2020 so far? So when I saw oh 2020, that's a good one. 
Uh, and then and then let's also recap last year because that's been a thing that we've been talking to guests about. We should let Sean, as a yeah. newly minted Zuvi head, chime in real quick. So well, best why don't we do okay? Why do we why do we do? Let's do 2019 first because like yeah, okay, this year's yeah. been a weird year because like it's mm. it's like trash movie season and then all the shits like getting moved you know released yeah. on demand. So why don't we do last year uh, movies from 2019? All right. So to me, like when I saw the Best Picture nominees. I was like, um, you know, if if anything besides Parasite or 1917 wins, I'm going to be fucking annoyed. You know, like I was like, yeah, one of those two uh, definitely has to win. I liked Knives was Out. 19, I was liked 19, Joker. 19, was 1917 nominated for Best Pick? Yes. Yeah, it was. But it, but it was not nominated for Best Actor, which I thought I, I understand no. that like – it was like, I understand. I understand that to be nominated for like best actor, uh, best actress, like it's usually it very rarely goes to like newcomers. And I know that the dude in 1917 was like it was his first major role, but the shit that he went through to do that, I feel like was I don't know, just up there with other other roles that like well, people. Let me make a point. Normally, when that happens, right, like Leo in The Revenant, you have to already be an established name for people to really right. give you any fucking credit if you are in more of like an ensemble type thing, like this dude whose name, by the way, we haven't even said like, come on, man, he's not going to get nominated, you know? Yeah. I know, but like he, but he- I, I understand it's, it's, it's politics and it's perception and, and all that shit. But to, when, when I was watching that, like in my mind, I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe this guy's actually like doing what he's doing. I haven't seen it. Is it that good? Do I need to see it? This is dude, now you have the, to. your, so my boy- it's- my boy, shout, shout out Julian. Um, he he's been telling me that it's been incredible. So this is now three people being like it's that good, and you all of to... you are mainly white. Maybe that's part of it. <laughs> no, you have to see it. I mean, like it's you... unlike any other. It, yeah. It's like one long tracking shot. No, I get. I mean, it's... Sean, I, I'm not a troglodyte. I don't live in a fucking cave. I understand. I get it. <laughs> but but honestly, like the 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 track the one the whole tracking shot, like people were like drawn to that, and it not it's not a gimmick at all. But like to me, I didn't even like really fixate on that it was more just like oh my god like the shit that this guy like literally crawling through the mud and crawling okay. over like dead not actually i have body. one like, question I- for both of you is it better or worse than dunkirk it's i think it's better to me it's like the thing really? 1917 is as it progresses you just see this one guy going deeper and deeper and deeper into the uh into hell into the atrocities yeah. of war and it, it's this thing where it does just crank like step by step by step and and james you're right like you don't think about the tracking shot like it, it's not you're you're so blown away by the visuals and the thing that you're watching sure. and you don't even think about the level of difficulty with which they did it it's like escape routine or something where it happens to be the most difficult like technically difficult hmm. thing that you can possibly do but then it's like so effortless and entertaining that you don't even think about the technical prowess of it all yeah okay um all right. i unfortunately watched dunkirk i watched dunkirk on a plane so i feel like it's kind oh, of come on. Damn. dude okay, i so, know <laughs> okay okay so at least we can agree that it may be better than dunkirk is definitely not better than crank high voltage but okay i'll check it out and we'll see what you're doing yeah, I'm, I'm curious um, what you'll say after. All right, Thank Sean, you what do you think? What do you think boy. about what's a what's a film that you wish studios would like release on on like demand? You know, for for like pay or whatever. But like, you know, all these movies getting pushed back, all these summer blockbusters. Like, what's is there one that you kind of were like, fuck? I really wish they would just like release this now. I'm trying to think because like, like Fast Fast Nine or the James Bond, Bond. James Bond for sure. Come on, people, let's go. I need James Bond immediately. 
Well, I would, I would watch that. I mean, I, it sounds like kind of like that's what they're doing. Like, I don't think anybody's holding anything in. Like, even like Trolls is supposed to have uh, like a, a whole, you know, uh, big screen, like uh, cross, you know, like a massive movie release. And they just put that shit on demand. Like, maybe this is like the new. Oh, the rollout. Yeah, you're that's like hence Timberlake hitting hot ones. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was, that yeah. Pre, that was, was that pre-COVID or after COVID? Or can you not say? No, it was way pre-COVID, like months ago sort of shoot. Like that was like one of the earlier shoots that we had in the season and then kind of like stacked everything else on top of it, but knew that we had that Trolls peg for Justin Timberlake. Plus it would be like an amazing finale, obviously. So I did hold on to it for a long time, but that was like way, way – it was weird because like the last two episodes, everything that we've shot obviously was pre-COVID. So it's like Zach Efron's like, hey, got to get outside, blah, blah, blah. You know, like it's like it's weird how things age, you know. and like Bad advice. Yeah, like Justin Timberlake's like, like, go out to the theater this weekend and see trolls. You know, like and then and then people are what's funny is then like people are freaking the fuck out. And then even in like in like the oh, comments, like there'll be like a picture of me and Justin Timberlake, you're like, You're violating six feet of space. Like that's yeah. you know like, uh, like yeah, people bro. think we should like, so people are so dumb, dude. Welcome to Earth. I'm like, but when I'm like watching TV now with shit like like Vanderpump or uh, Summer House, I'm just like, fuck. I can't believe these people are like like wipe down those doorknobs. Stop dapping each other up. <laughs> well, yo, it's just that, like a pre-COVID so, world. I would like to say this is the thing that no one has talked about. There are Bravo shows, and this is important to the Bravo boys. I can't speak for you, Sean. So apologies if you're about to be bored. But the Bravo shows that we're filming right now, whichever ones are like on this rotation of filming, are we going to watch Bravo shows that deal with COVID and how will they deal with COVID? And I cannot wait for the next evolution of, of the American art form that is reality television. I'm so hyped. Yeah. Well, it, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I am a Bravo boy, by the way. I, uh, oh, hell what do you yeah. watch? What do you watch? Well, What's I kind the of, rotation? So uh, mm-hmm. I, like the, I like the million dollar listings and I like uh, – Yes. I like the, Van, Yo, L- the Vanderpump rules. M- Thank MDL, you MDL, MDL LA is coming back soon. But, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I like, I like the LA one a little bit better than the New York one, I think, overall. One of the dudes is named James Harris. He's fucking up my SEO. <laughs> <laughs> Who's uh, um, what else? I, you know, because like Sarah Honda is a big Bravo person. So like, really, yeah, what? So yeah, she, yeah, she could talk for hours. She's a big Bravo person, dude. Do you guys oh, watch? shout out? Shout out Sarah Honda a second time. A fucking living legend. Living she, legend. She is. She is. She's like. She's the behind the scenes legend like all the things that she's touched oh, yeah. in her life it's nuts um do you guys watch siesta key no uh, uh dude that's our, our guest um the pod is she the cool pod aunt uh Alyssa Ving and klein is huge siesta key fan she's like she's like it's it's like the hills of laguna beach right but in florida yeah so it's like kind of like a florida dirt bag take on all of those yes. things you know like and it, and it really is it's like, so it's florida, like- Shore. It's 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 different. Like it's it's uh West Florida Bama Shore. I'm thinking of an actual thing. Sorry. I think well, it's the same Snapchat. It's like or it's the same snapshot of all of these. Like you know, whatever. There's not much that separates Jersey Shore from Laguna Beach from all of these things. When you really think about it, it's just sort of the regional eccentricities of all these places. Or money. Laguna Beach was rich though, right? And like the OC was rich, not trash. Yeah. Yeah, and Siesta Key's kind of ri- kind of rich, but then I also don't know if okay. it's like Florida. Well, you know, because like these guys, like well, Florida the, rich is different, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like sure. they'll live in these mansions, but then like sometimes in these drone shots, I can see like 
power lines running past both sides of the property in like a like a like a spray tan place like across the street. Like it's like a weird. It's place. like. It's yeah, like it's your really dad is your dad works in finance, but what he really does is he sells subprime mortgages. Right. Yeah. It's it's, like, it's a it's a it's a superficial rich. It's uh they all wear common projects. <laughs> is, is <laughs> God is ass. What about Sean? What about film and TV you're not fucking with? Like, is there anything that's what about like Tiger King? Did you I love you a part of that whole phenomenon? Yeah, I love Tiger King. I knew it'd be awesome when he uh he he put on that like custom leather ems jacket after that oh, trip got and stuff. So and then, the, trip, the trip don't stop the trip don't yeah, stop and then he walked into the gift shop and he goes um all right before you guys hear it on the news uh we had a we had a worker put their <laughs> hand inside one of the cages and uh tiger ripped their arm off so if you guys want like a uh, rain check or a uh, refund or something you know like he was like so sort of like and then i was like all right i'm I'm hooked on the show and it didn't disappoint. I love Tiger King. I really like um, true crime docs and like true crime podcasts really? and stuff. Yeah. Like don't fuck with cats also. I like that one a lot too. I thought don't, don't fuck with cats is great. Netflix, Netflix on a true crime level knows what the fuck it's doing. Like they do do good. No, Aaron, Hernandez, Aaron Hernandez was fire too. That was good. They don't miss. Netflix doesn't miss with yeah. true crime docs. They really don't. Um, They're spending a billion dollars, dude. I hope they don't miss. God damn. Yeah, but is there a show, a Sean, that spend money in a way that's stupid? Netflix knows what it's doing. Fair. Is there a show, Sean, that um, is kind of like a sleeper that people might not really know about or haven't given a shot yet that you want to co-sign oh. and tell them to like go check it out? Because like obviously the hits like Tiger King, Shark Tank, uh, 1917. But like, what is there anything uh, that's like below the ra- under the radar? All right, so here's what I'll say: not that this is necessarily under the radar, but I did go back and watch like the wire, which is amazing. Um, mm. Which I yeah. encourage you to re- like going into the back catalog. Um, the thing that I put off forever, but it is awesome is better call Saul. Like I kind of like didn't, didn't oh, dive into yeah, that yeah, yeah. and then now I've revisited it. But do you know what I think James was rewatching breaking bad right now? Yeah. But that's another thing too, where like I kind of missed the breaking bad boat and like missed the game of Thrones boat, missed all these things. And then kind of like, went back and went through them and I was like, oh shit, I should have been, uh, I should have been on this since day one succession, obviously billions. I know that you guys are like big succession. Yes. Guys. Hell yes. But do you know what is like the best show and like the best performance? And what? it got a lot of attention and a lot of credit and stuff. But I, I would say like anybody who's into the things that we're talking about right now, you have to see the loudest voice that like Russell Crowe Fox news thing. Like if you watch the loudest voice, you can't think bombshell is good. Like, uh, wait, wait, word. So I, I watched Bombshell. I liked it, but the loudest voice is is Russell Crowe as Roger Ailes. Yeah, is it? dude. Yeah. yeah, and it is. Wh- when did that come out? Um, it was like a Showtime, like limited sort of release thing. Oh, Showtime limited series. Damn, they're doing that too now. Okay, so, shit. So they did it. I'm telling you, it's. I was like hooked. Like I was like, ah, oh, fine. I'll I'll give this thing a shot. And then like I watched up. Like it was one of those things where you're like. All right, well, I guess I have to watch the next one. Guess I have to watch the next one. Guess, but I was like so blown away by Russell Crowe in it. But it's one of those things like if you see the loudest voice and then you see Bombshell, you can't think Bombshell's good. Like the loudest hmm. voice dunks so hard on Bombshell. Um, I think Angel Diaz. I think Angel Diaz gave me his Showtime login info, um, so, <laughs> so, so I so I could watch Jesus and Meryl. I'm gonna have to uh, go see if it, if he's still paying the Showtime bills. Yeah, Damn, I, dude. I, see if how he's strong is the brand. The loudest voice that like Sasha Baron Cohen show 
and Jesus and Marrow. Like Showtime and uh, Billions, you know, Showtime, Showtime's kind of game. Is Showtime? Yeah, I love Billions. I'm a Billions apologist, though, because like Succession, talk about fucking going hard in the paint and fucking dunking on someone, posterizing them, like God posterized your ass. Fucking, yo, Succession dunked on Billions so hard right out the gate. And as a Billions fan, you kind of hate to see it, but Succession also just rocks, dude. Well, I think that they had to they had to postpone season three, or they uh, they had to postpone production to season three. They were filming it. Well, what I think is yeah. that's you know I'd like to talk about this because I do. I'm a fan of both shows, but you're right. Like to me, Succession is realer. It's like cast better. Billions is one of these things where uh, the the way people talk in Billions is not how people talk in real life. It's like a book. It's like so. It's Yo, just like is Billions it's Aaron Sorkin, most, it's Aaron Sorkin no, shit. Dude, it's the most Billions is the most beautiful and most expensively made USA procedural of all time. <laughs> and it fucking rocks. Okay. And that's why, but Sean, that's why it's good because it's so bad. But succession is exactly what you want if you like this kind of television. And that's because it's not TV, it's HBO, bitch. Yeah, and I think that too is it's like succession is the most realistic take on mook culture in new york you know so it's like if you want to see these things like when he, you know when he like puts his uh like when he does that thing where he's like eating that bird but he's like covering himself because of the oh shame. yeah like that's yeah. you know like that's like some real shit and like the way that they were sure. like presenting that sort of thing and in that way is like how it would go down and so it's like you wouldn't see these sorts of uh I can't say it any other way, but these like tenets of moot culture, like the way that it gives you a window into that it with succession is like amazing. Like I'm so compelled. By it. A I mean, window have, like muke, a mook culture. It's so good. Dude. <laughs> I mean, I, I think, I think what these shows do well is that they have like, they have consultants that are of that world uh, w- with succession with Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley was trash at the end, but in the beginning when it was good before it became nerd entourage, they had like consultants from like Silicon Valley in the tech world being like, no, actually they would wear this or actually they would uh, drive this or actually they would probably say this. Wait, James, do you know um, who is you know who is a consultant on Succession or on Billions rather? Do you know who? who? An- Antonio of 18 East, his brother, his older brother. I'm not going to say his name. What? He is. Yeah, yeah. I've talked to him about it extensively. It's fascinating. He is a big time, extremely powerful lawyer. And Antonio's older brother is a legit consultant on billions. Fire. Fire. That's fire. <laughs> Biggest um, flex of all time. Shop 18 East right now. Well, damn. Also, maybe shop fucking Showtime because it sounds like they got some gas. Uh, Sean, moving on to the next category, fuck with not fuck with. You're a foodman. You obviously like to fucking chomp down on wings, but I know that you're more of a gourmand than just the fucking, you know, fried chicken uh, flappers and, and drums. Um, what quarantine meals have you been fucking with? Uh, well, you know, Schoenberger put me up on this like you know, like farm service where like just once a week they drop off like mad soup and like cornbread and like cookies. And, you like know, a, like it's like one like of those. CSA? They give you like a full week's worth of food. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. So it's all coming like pre-made or whatever. You're just like heating everything up. So I've been doing that. I, I wish I had uh, – I wish I could shout them out. But I forgot what it, something like, – it's like Hilltop Farms or like something like that. But that's what I've been eating uh, eating in quarantine, just like a lot of a lot of soup. But they're, it's great. Like they send like – they'll be like, oh, like here's um, 
you know, here's frittata. Here's like a falafel salad. Like they do like different stuff, like every, you know, so it's all, it's all awesome. So that's what I've been doing. I think like that's the best way to do it. Then you don't have to go outside or anything. You just have like everything there and you're just in the, in your like cell space or whatever. Um, so do you, do you cook at home typically or are you like more of a takeout delivery guy? Almost never. I'm so takeout delivery guy. I mean, I, really? yeah, dude. I mean, I'm in like a, you know, like a small upper east side, like one bedroom. You, I could stand in my kitchen and touch every wall. Like I can stand in the middle of the kitchen and touch without, every wall. Without triangulating your position in New York, what are your go-to, uh, let's, let's shout out some go, some local, uh, restaurants and bars that you like to frequent. Yeah. Um, well, okay. It's hard. Cause I could like, sometimes I feel like people even know anyway, like the other day, I don't know. Well, I'll just stop talking before I like actually document. <laughs> but, um, I'm trying to think like, like, Wait, Sean, uh, Sean, hold on, hold on, Sean, real quick. What's your address? Yeah. What's your, what's your social security number? What's your social? You know what? Uh, I used to, one of my buddies, like for a long time, Rod, shout out Rod, like from Chicago or whatever, he was living the God, in Rod, the God. He was living on the Upper East Side too for a little bit. He like recently moved back to Chicago, but for like a couple of years, we were kind of neighbors and we used to go to this place called the Bar Room all the time. I think they're, I don't know if they're like a chain, but it's like the something room, like the this room, the that room. Like they might have other establishments, but we used to go to the Bar Room all the time out there. Uh, you know, I used to like just, uh, I'm more of like a, I, I'm super close to, central park so it's like getting getting like a cappuccino and walking central park is like more oh, nice. my vibe uh on the food side of things dude do you know it's like a low-key good chain restaurant that does carry out that's pretty good is uh the, uh, the the smith oh yeah really? yeah i mean dude. i'm not surprised to hear that like the the as a carryout option or like whatever I don't even mind the mind the spot. The French fries are fucking gas, dude. Dude, I fuck with the Smith. Like the Smith's kind of underrated. I mean, not underrated in that they have like mad mad locations that it's usually like a pretty full restaurant. To be real, to be real, it's advanced basic. Yeah, it, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Huge gas. But like, if I'm treating myself, like I'm if I'm like, all right, like it's Friday, I don't have to. Uh, I'm done with work. I went to the gym. I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna order some of that damn gnocchi over here and like a, a cocktail in a can, like light up this joint and watch some succession. Like that to me is like an awesome Friday night. The gnocchi eater has entered the chat. <laughs> do you, do you, um, when, when you, when you eat out at restaurants, um, do Pete, do, do the, does the waiter or like the, the chef come out and be like, Hey, uh, <laughs> wing? No. do you want to try our wings? It actually, Shake his hand. it actually is something that happens because you know, first oh we feast. God. First we feast is like so in the food space. You know what I mean? So if you're like yeah. a chef sure. or whatever, like you probably know, like like you probably know, like you're probably aware. And then usually they're like fans and stuff. So that happens like all the time. Like, um, wait, wait, is it a great power with, with great power comes great responsibility thing? Like, what do you feel like the expectations are on you to like be like, oh, it was delicious, or like, how does that affect you? Yeah, definitely. Like, well, there is a part where you're like, uh, like there are times where you're like, fuck, dude, I just wanted to like get dinner, you know, like I didn't want like everything <laughs> live my life, <laughs> but yeah, like, but it is super nice and and uh, people are excited to see you, so it, it's it's an awesome experience and a blessing, and that won't happen to me throughout my entire life, so I am enjoying it while it is happening, so. Uh, there is that part of it, but yeah, it's kind of cool. Like people bring out this, bring out that. I'm trying to think like I went to this like pizza spot in San Francisco. It was like the best pizza I've ever had in my life. But that was like the thing that really I'm trying to what? think about what it is. 
um, so I can shout it out. Fuck. Wait, Sean, Sean, what's your favorite? What's your favorite New York pizza spot? Ooh, here we go. Uh, well, you know, turkey. I mean, Frank's my guy, so I like best pizza. You know, like Frank's my guy. Oh, best pizza is so fire. Yeah, yeah. you can't. It's undeniable. Um, the veggie, the veggie, the vegetarian uh, square slice is so fucking I wanna, yes. I want to shout out Chef real quick. When we were doing a small business Sunday or whatever we were doing, Chef shouted out Emmett's. Which, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, dude, I was just Emmett's about to shout yo, out. Yeah, that was. I was just. That was. To that say. was going to be my. That, that was going to be my 60 seconds of thirst question. I was going to ask what your yeah. thoughts on Emmett's were because I fucking love Emmett's. Dude, Emmett's, dude. it's Emmett's so good. Underrated, bro. Dude, it's not underrated. Yeah, so for people who don't know, Emmett's is this spot where they <laughs> they make like the dude's from Chicago, so he's brought like the Chicago staples oh, to New York. I don't even know. So he does. He's like the he's all right. So like I've been I miss deep dish. Like I'm a deep dish. Like I love deep dish. I'm like a deep dish apologist. Mm, I know. I know it's controversial, but like Emmett's makes bomb ass Chicago deep dish. So like that's kind of how I was like introduced to him. But then he's like a super nice guy. So uh yeah, Emmett's is awesome. Emmett's is awesome. I was gonna say like I was gonna kind of like shout out Emmett's, but best pizza to me is like the best, you know, I feel like I should I should respect the New York pizza craft when I'm living in New York. So I gotta shout out best pizza. But then um to me like they just the taste just real, home just real quick Emmett's. best best pizza uh, they're one of these establishments where they are like, "Hey, come in if you can't afford a meal. Um, come in, have have this food for you know, no questions asked. Pay what you want." Lit. So shout out, shout out, Best Pizza for also doing the right thing in these crazy fucking times. Respect. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, wow, I'm I'm kind of surprised that you you pick best, but I am also pleased. <laughs> um. <laughs> What about what what quarantine meals are you not fucking with? What do you think about like people just like posting all their like home cooked shit, which I'm guilty of, but what about people that are like Yo, I made this sourdough. That's good. It's not easy to make sourdough. Facts. He's right. Are people doing um like the hot ones challenge more so during quarantine? Like Ooh. doing like, you know, increasingly spicier wings? Yeah, I think that's I'm getting that tweet more, uh, where people are doing nice. that. But it is Hell also yeah. too like I'm not seeing like big parties though. I, there, some people like throw like well, big, yeah. huge sort of like fantasy that's football drafts, hot ones. Yeah, so, maybe right, that's right. fallen off. But I think like people just sort of occupying their time, doing the sauces along with the show. I probably am getting more of those tweets than I used to get. So, so what you're uh, saying is you're used to people throwing literal extravaganzas surrounding your intellectual property, whereas right now it's slowed down a little bit is what you're saying. Yeah, You've it's more like there, just the, the at-home edition, yeah. <laughs> got it, got Yo, it. Sean, I don't know if you saw this news, but apparently the, the cancellation of, the, uh, of March Madness Ooh. has caused a giant national surplus of chicken wings. Whoa. I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah. I didn't even know March Madness was like the super. I didn't even know that wings were like a March Madness thing. Yeah, dude. I guess because it's like a month long or like a two week long thing. Like a two week long, it's got sort it, of right? like food bender that yeah. people are going on just watching games. Exactly. Sean, I mean, Sean, modern modern problems require modern solutions. What should we do with the chicken wing epidemic that is currently happening? The surplus. The three of us have just got to get together. 
pass just bong rip after bong rip until we've <laughs> until, until we've, we've, we've worked up an appetite big enough to put a dent in that because that's not right you know oh, yeah. these chickens Let's do the right Sean, thing, in vain. do the right thing Sean, boy. chicken wings Sean I want to wrap up uh, fuck would not fuck with working title and move on to the next mini segment which is just a little little game we like to play here uh, last John next John we want to know what was the last John you copped at full retail, and what's the next John you have your eye on? Ooh. You know, maybe it's already in the shopping cart. I think uh, last John I copped was probably for a Hot Ones episode, and I'm trying to think. I think I oh I know what it is. I bought this um, rag and bone jacket that I like. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh. That that was the last. That was New York brand. I got it was like this do you not green do you, one. do you have a wardrobe budget like are you Ooh, right. able to if you're like hey I want to wear this on the show does complex Verizon telecommunications 5G whatever like do they pay for that I think there I think like technically there is like some but it's like goofy like it doesn't it's like a hundred dollars an episode you know like not I'm not like what I'm not it's like, some broke boy shit it's it's like it's like not even but it's whatever. I'm nobody should cry for me or whatever. I like uh I can buy my own clothes. Know. I can buy my own clothes. Don't cry for me, fucking Sean and Tina, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's like I mean, whatever. It's like a it's like one of those things is that's not like a super important I believe it's thing. called the first world problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's a extreme first world problem that uh like I don't care. It, like it, if you're in a for sure, contract for sure. Yeah, negotiation yeah, or whatever, it's not like you're gonna get stuck on the fucking wardrobe budget, you know. Well, well, Lawrence and I might. I'm um, left holding the goddamn Bergdorf bag over here. But yeah, I just go what to about Bergdorf ne- anyway, you know. What about next, John? What you got your eye on? Yeah, what are you going to cop next, baby? Uh, oh, dude, I, I want you guys to send me some loafer and slipper picks. Oh, sis. Uh, I'm going to put Absolutely. you guys on that. I want to outsource. I want to get sick fucking – I want to get some fucking sick loafers and some fucking sick slippers. Wait, Sean. Would you ever wear Gucci horsebit loafers? Like, what does that mean to you? Or is that too gauche or weird or Wall Street? Or what's what's your thought? I'd have to look around a little bit. But I don't – you know, I kind of like – to me, high-low is all that matters to me. Like, if I'm – Hell yeah. If I'm eating, like, I either want to be at, like, a Michelin restaurant or I want to be eating off a fucking taco truck. You know what I mean? Like, to me, it's like yes, the, middle ground, the middle ground doesn't do anything for me. So I even sort of sure. like the <laughs> idea of, like, getting some – like crazy flex slippers, like crazy, crazy expensive, like loafers or whatever. Yeah. And then like putting some fucking sweatpants with with them, you know, like something like that. Like I kind of like mixing that, like the sort of like cozy boy, like one foot in one yeah. foot out thing. Yeah. So to me, I, to me, I trust your judgment on that sort of thing. Cause you know, don't, don't lead me astray. Don't lead me down. A, you know, you guys could, e- oh, absolutely, you guys absolutely could easily, not. you guys could easily pull the wool over my eyes and then, I wear something, and somebody takes a picture, and then all of a sudden, throwing fits Instagram is just fucking roast. Like you guys oh, no, could, dude. you guys could bear trap me like that. But we're never gonna, we're never gonna. This isn't a long con, Sean. And just to be clear, <laughs> I low in James's world it means scaling the peak of a taco truck and getting banned for life. So yes, that, been, that did that did happen. We've been, we've been there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean, heavy. I, I don't know about I don't know about you guys, but I've made some like very weird, questionable uh, quarantine cops. Um, I believe by eight PM tonight, my Heelys are arriving. You're getting uh, Have you made any like weird? 
Yeah. That's awesome. You're a have monster. You, You're a fucking monster. Have you made any like weird uh, or strange quarantine cops when like, you know, you're maybe you're like a little too high, a little too drunk. It was like really early in the morning, really late at night. And you just like pull the trigger on something. We're just like, wait, like I wouldn't have copped that in under normal circumstances. No, you know, I'm, I'm not really like a cop off the gram or I'm not really like an Amazon shopper guy. So to me, like whatever, I, I'll stop on an errand, like on my way to work or on my way home or whatever. Like that's where my buying happens. So like, I'm so hyped. This is the lowest credit card bill I've had in like two years. Like I'm just chilling. Like I'm just living off the land right now. I'm not buying nice. shit. Like it's just been, it's just been chill. Like I'll probably go a little nuts when this is all sudden, like when we can go back outside again. But like right now I'm, I'm plus two, like that's what sucks too. Is like, I'm a, I'm no longer, I'm not a, I'm not like a employer or anything. You know, like I gotta every time I get paid I gotta like do work and, and right now that's that's a little dry, so I've just been kinda chilling. <laughs> Tell me about it, bro. Pump it up, you came to get it drunk with a dame or shit it drunk, you came to get it on. More than five old in your bank and get it on. Roll up like that bank and get it on. Like to fit it on, came to get it on. Hold up, you wanna work that, work that Let me in, let me hurt that, murk that Say you gotta hurt back Can't spit it out, boo, you gotta slurp that Can't cuddle after we done, it wasn't worth that Joey, I'm responsible for bringing dirt back Can we back up? She has the bar style and she throwing it up She drank a little hip, no throwing it up But I'm only dealing with freaks that wanna cut mine If you agree, it won't nut Can't go to get it played late night on BT Uncut